Todos los sándwiches tienen pan. Las hamburguesas también. Pero estos panes, calientes, dorados, suaves y hechos al vapor, estos son especiales. Reservados para lo mejor de lo mejor. El filet fish y tú. En ese orden. Y llévate dos deliciosos filet fish con un patty crujiente de pescado, queso y salsa tártara de McDonald's por 6 dólares. Solo por tiempo limitado, precio y participación pueden variar. No puede ser combinada con ninguna otra oferta. Producto individual a precio regular. Para pa pa pa. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings, Bart Reed. Made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Well, hi there, Bart Reed. Are you having a good Thursday? Man, I am. How about yourself? You bet. It's just you and me tonight. Everybody's out at the Christmas party. And anybody that wants to call, 501-661-1037. Now, uh, the thing I remember most from last night, obviously, is talking about scoring the basketball, so I won't bring that up. But uh, did did Randy cover um, the players of the week with you yesterday do we need to do that again tonight so we did we did not cover it yesterday so we will cover it tonight just when we get time mr well, we got we got time why don't you just go ahead bart why don't you why don't you tell us what you want to tell us about the players of the week okay so i'm going to start on the ladies side so rich you're going to love this being a historian sports historian such as yourself we have okay. only the third quadruple double in Arkansas high wow. school basketball history. Wow. This past week, Brooklyn Pratt is a 2025 guard, sophomore guard from Conway Christian. So she had 16 points, 15 rebounds, 11 steals, and 10, count them, 10 assists. Wow. The third athlete in Arkansas basketball history. To put up a quadruple double, just absolutely incredible. I've actually had the privilege of, of working with Brooklyn. She played on my team. She's a phenomenal athlete, great softball player, great basketball player, and an even great kid. But to do that, just if you took no players on the court, Rick, to be able to accomplish that is such a humongous deal. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure and recognize Brooklyn Pratt today as the girl player of the week. You know that uh, in the history of Razorback basketball, there's been one triple double, one. That was Alvin really? Robertson against TCU many years ago. I'm not sure I've heard of a quadruple double. Did you say she made 11 steals in the game? Yes. Uh, uh, so 16 points, 15 rebounds, 11 steals, and 10 assists. Well, I have to yeah. tell you, I've, I've never heard anything like that. Men, no. women, uh, anybody. That That's it's astonishing. That is unheard it's, of. It's unheard of. As a sophomore especially to do that, essentially looking at our first year of high school basketball, to be able to do that any point in time is a huge accomplishment. But, yeah, congrats congrats to Brooklyn. And, and, and so, Rick, on the boys' side, we certainly have this, movement where we're seeing tournament time and it's, it's kind of hard to keep up because there's so many tournaments and and sometimes they're around robin sometimes they're playing off but lake hamilton i want to recognize i robinson who is a 2024 six five 
a good 215 pounds. This is a, a kid that can play the point guard, shooting guard, even slide down and guard a small forward from Lake Hamilton has averaged essentially through his first four games, Rick, is over 27 points. He had 31 against Parkview. He had 28 against Forest City. He's absolutely carrying it up right now. And I anticipate this young man, he dominated the league. I thought last year the 5A took Lake Hamilton extremely far in the playoffs. I think they can do even more this year. Already 7-2. and two. But with this young man, who is certainly a Division One talent, at 6'4", playing the guard spot, I think look for big things from Lake Hamilton. So on our boys' side, we have Ty Robinson, 2024, guard from Lake Hamilton. Well, I just have to tell you, I'm still stuck on 15 points, 14, what was it, 16 points, 15 rebounds, 11 steals, and 10 assists. <clears throat> I, I, I don't even know how to to figure how that could happen. You know, so it, and she is she is someone that you have worked with. Yes, yeah, someone I worked with, and she she played softball on my softball team as a, as a youngster. And what we would do in our spare time is we played as much basketball as we possibly could. So, her and my daughter were on the same team, and so I had a had a real privilege of having Brooklyn, and she is one of those just really great athletes. She's always around the basketball, and you can see she's an unselfish type of kid, a, a real pass first type player. And when you do that, good things tend to happen. Now, I have to be honest with you, Rick. Playing for Sidney Moncrief, I'm surprised he's not on that list of Razorbacks. No, yes. no. That only, there are a lot of double-doubles. I mean, there are tons of double-doubles. One triple-double in Razorback history. One. Because you're talking about double figures in scoring. For Alvin, it was scoring, rebounding, and assists. Uh, in fact, when you start talking about I have to look in the record book, I don't know if any Razorback has ever had double figures in steals in a game. That's uh, So that's pretty astonishing. Yeah. You know, this would be pretty spontaneous, well, but uh, we're on live radio. Do you have Brooklyn's cell number? Could you text her and say, could you come on and tell us how you did that? I, I, I will, let me certainly work on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can do that. And, and hey, hey, if you can't get her on tonight – uh yep. we got we got about 15 minutes but if that doesn't happen you're on with us twice a week let's get her on one night i i've never heard of that I, i'm just i agree i'm so taken aback by it i don't even hardly know what to say it's absolutely incredible when i heard the news rick i had to get that the person that told me my wife told me i had to get her to repeat that to me because i thought she had it wrong uh it is probably one of the most astonishing basketball statistics, sports statistics as a whole, that you'll ever hear in the state of Arkansas, for sure. Yeah. You know, again, as you think about that, I I, um, I don't have the Razorback record book in front of me here, and I can't switch to the Internet because I've got the caller board, and I hope people will call us, 501-661-037, and let, us, let you know also that we're going to have Ricky Stromberg on at 630. If you'd like to talk to him, feel free to call um call there i think ricky's on with us this week and next week and uh, that's it for ricky this year and he's been such a so great on the program and so is bart uh, so you can call us um and we do have a short uh, window here before we could actually get her on but uh, it would be absolutely fantastic to uh, to visit with her so if it's not tonight let's see if we can get her on in a future show absolutely and, and she's only absolutely. a sophomore right that's what you said only a sophomore so she is a 2025 so she's just starting her basketball career so I anticipate, unless you can't set expectations like this, you set them so high, but I, I certainly would think that she is a almost uh, close to averaging probably a triple-double type of talent. So wow. I certainly look for her to test this in the future, certainly. So it would be great to speak to Brooklyn. 
there have been uh, two players in the history of the NBA to average uh, triple doubles in for the season. Oscar Robertson and, and Russell uh, Westbrook. And Russell Westbrook, that's it. They're the only ones who have ever done that. So anybody that does that is absolutely fantastic. In fact, as I'm thinking through this again, Bart, think about it. <laughs> if no Razorback has ever had 10 steals in a game, and I don't think they have, I think the, the steals record in a game is probably something like eight. That means yep. one person did what, let's say somebody did have 10 steals in a game, but one person did what it would probably take three people to do uh, in a normal game. If, if somebody actually had double figures and assists, which is a rarity, but it has happened. Um, yeah. Obviously, you've had double-doubles, but steals, yeah. that, that is astonishing. What she do, just uh, guard the inbounds pass every time and just steal it? Well, she's got great feet, and that's essentially what she's able to guard multiple positions. And instinctually, she was always a kid that read passing lanes really well. And so that's almost an acquired talent you just have it it's hard to really gain that through a lot of basketball experience it's just something that you can kind of work on in practice setting but you have a feel for the ball and certainly i think rich did if we have another razorback that's going to test the triple double kind of statistical range here i think anthony black would be the guy that could do that because i think he kind of puts up those type of numbers so maybe we might see it again because City Moncrief was as great of a defender on ball and off the ball as that you will ever see. I yep. think a three-time NBA defensive player. If he didn't ever have ten steals, like it's just, that shows how hard it is to get that type of defensive efficiency. Well, before we have Ricky Stromberg on during the, the commercial break, and I hate to break it on his show, but I, I'm going to look. But I'm just sure nobody's ever had 10 steals for the Razorbacks. That's amazing. Yeah, so you you think about Anthony Black, and as good as he's been, is he going to have to be even better with Brazil out? He's going to have to be. Everybody's going to have to take their game up a notch, every single one. And we talked last night, Rick, about who the usual suspects are. Jordan Walsh, Jalen Graham, like all those people have to step up. But I do think it puts a lot on Nick Smith's shoulders, and there's already a lot there. So if you want to look at someone that I think that is being really aggressive offensively when we've talked about it, taking threes, Anthony Black is showing a willingness not only to take shots, but to take high-percentage shots because he's shooting a phenomenal, phenomenal three-point percentage and field goal percentage. So he is a guy that's going to have to step up because Trayvon Brazil, to me, and I said this yesterday, was that strategic piece in the lineup that put them over the top. He was such a versatile player on both ends. It's just hard to replace that type of talent. Very definitely is. So, yeah, so the Razorbacks the other night against Greensboro were 3 of 18 from three-point range. Anthony Black was 2 of of 4. 2 of 4. Is that a guy? Obviously, you want Ricky Smith to, to shoot some threes, but do they need to tell Black if you're going to shoot? Now, again, you look at their percentage inside the arc. It's always much better than it is outside the arc. But if you're going to take some threes, should they say, hey, Anthony, maybe you want to take six or seven a game? Yep, because it's, it's the volume. Thing. And, this, and this is where, and Coach Musselman talked about his conference right after that game, that, so he'd like to see us continue to take threes, except when we get in situations where we're three for 18. He would like to see us, you know, take more paint shots. But, again, Anthony Black's size at the point guard, off guard spot, you're not seeing a ton of guards that are 6'7", 
six eight. So his ability to rise up and shoot over defenders cannot be downplayed. Even someone like Ricky Council six four six five. There's a big difference. Anthony Black can do things that other players cannot because of his freakish size and ability to kind of see over the defense. So I think if he can keep that up and keep that aggression up, and Coach Musselman said he expects him to do that, I think it's a big boost for the Razorback lineup for sure. Mentioned Nick Smith Jr., and he had his best game so far on uh, Tuesday night against Greensboro, but we still haven't seen him anywhere close to as good as he is, have we? No. Not not even close. And it's a rhythm thing, Rick, as you know. Playing, it's hard to play. Some of these guys have played all these games are from Europe. Really, since Nick came back from Europe, he's kind of been plagued with a little bit of injuries here and there. And it's hard to get in the flow. And a guy like that is used to getting being in the flow of the game, having his hands on the ball. So he's putting up phenomenal statistics. Okay. For whatever reason, we lost you there for a second, Bart. And there, there we go. You're 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 talking. We we kind of lost you for a second. There we go. We got you back. So putting up phenomenal statistics is the last we heard. Go ahead. Okay. Well, he's uh, Nick Smith is putting up great. Like he put up great numbers in his last game, but we're not even cracking the surface of where he could be as a player if he can get where he's completely healthy and start playing six, seven, eight games in a row, I think you'll see the real Nick Smith because he'll be in full flow of the game, and I think the team will also be accustomed to having him there, having him in the lineup. So as Nick Smith goes, so goes this Arkansas Razorback team, and keeping him healthy is number one priority. Joe Johnson told me one time, the best ability is availability. If Nick can stay available, the Arkansas Razorbacks are going to do well. Okay. We'll get Bart back here in a second. In the meantime, Brandon's calling. So, Brandon, thanks for calling Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. Uh, Courtney Fortson actually had a triple-double against North Carolina Central in 08. You know, you are, you're exactly right. Because, you know, I was sitting here thinking after Alvin Robertson, I'm thinking somebody else did it more recently, and you are right. So there's two Razorbacks that did. Courtney Fortson did. A guy that was here, wow. what, two two years? Yeah, but Courtney Forsett, you're exactly right. Brandon, your memory's a lot better than I mine. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You bet. Thanks for calling. I had, I had totally forgotten that, Bart, but that's exactly right. Okay. Alvin Robertson in the early 80s and Courtney Fortson, left-handed, wow. had a uh, had a triple-double. Those are the only two in Razorback history. Glad to remember that. So. Incredible. Anyway. All the talent we've had, and we've had some yeah. really great pros and some really great college basketball players. Still amazing that only two. Yep, that's right. Okay. okay, so you were talking about Nick Smith Jr. As he increases, what does that do for Ricky Council's role? He's been Arkansas's leading scorer. Now, again, you got Brazil out, and so they still need Council yep. to score. Does he score less with, with Nick Smith Jr. there? So I think now when you have losing a piece like Trayvon Brazil, I think what Coach Musselman is going to do, Rick, is test the lineup out and see if he's going to go bigger, if he goes smaller. So I don't think it actually does. I think if, if, if Brazil was in the lineup, I think you would see Ricky Council take a little bit of offensive dip in terms of statistics. I, I think his efficiency would stay the same. But certainly now I think he even almost takes a bigger role 
as you're looking at kind of trying to develop that big three, especially, especially if Jordan Walsh continues to struggle to shoot the basketball and to score the basketball. I think Ricky Council's role on this team is just fine. Now, is he the leading scorer? Maybe not every game, but certainly Nick Smith being a willing passer. And, Rick, that's the most underrated part of his game, that when you really look at such a willing passer and an unselfish player, he will hit the open player and will make the extra pass that it takes to win basketball games. And I think that benefits Ricky Council maybe the most. Council in Brazil played eight games together. Now, this, it, this is the way it seems to me. Tell me if I'm wrong on this. It seems to me out of those eight games, there were four or five of them where if Brazil scored, Council didn't score as much. If Council scored, Brazil didn't score as much. And these were without Nick Smith, and it seemed like they picked yep. up each other. Am I, am I right on that? And if that's the case, and you do have Nick Smith Jr., on a game where Council doesn't score much, who picks up that slack? Ooh, that's a great question. So that's the one part, Rick, and we've talked about all the talent that comes through. This, so this, that's the one statistic that I think you look at, that players that have been on teams together, that have played a long time, I think there's not near as much of that person scores and the other person doesn't. I think it's a chemistry thing, and you can't really put a hard number on it. So if it, let's say this. If Ricky Council is not is – not, doing the scoring or having an off game or the defense is trying to shut him down. This is where I think Anthony Black is the guy that can go score. He can score six points and put up 12 assists, or he can score 20 points and put up four assists. I think he's got that type of versatility to his game, and I think what we're going to have is someone slide in that lineup that wants to take that 3-4 position and maybe even – take some center, it could be a Kamani Johnson type of deal that can step up like a Jalen Graham and, and claim those points, claim those minutes, and start getting close to kind of that double-double, 8.8 rebounds type of situation. I, I really want that to be Jordan Walsh. I think that could be his role. But if he doesn't want to take it, then I think there are some other people that can step up in the lineup. Is Walsh the uh, – obviously we've seen Black great. We're seeing Smith uh, in, in, keeps getting better and better and better. Walsh is a five-star, too. Have we seen his best, and is there no. is there something we're missing uh, in seeing his total game? Yep, so I, I had the pleasure of having that young man coaching him in a ton of games at CP3 camp when he was there as, as, a, as a young, a soon-to-be 10th grader. And I can tell you, we have not seen the best part of his game. He was a guy that I was looking at really closely at the start of the season. He's pressing a little bit, and a lot of youngsters will do this when they're having trouble adjusting to the speed of the game or the physicality of the game, and I think he's having a little bit with both. They tend to press, and they take not necessarily bad shots, but they'll pass up good shots to take a tougher shot because they're trying to get closer to the rim or they're trying too hard. I think he can fall into his role. He's in a situation now where he needs a couple of games to bounce his way and go in the basket, and then all of a sudden – you have a really short-term memory, and he can. But we're not anywhere close to seeing what this young man's game is. He is an NBA first-round type of talent, and we're not seeing that right now. And it's there. And if he turns it on, that's the biggest game changer that I can see for this Arkansas Razorback lineup. Yeah, maybe he's the guy that makes up for uh, Brazil's absence. Yeah. 
I think if you go back to Eric Musselman's first three years, we've seen just about in every one of them somebody that you didn't see in November and maybe even December that turned out to be really, really good from January on. I, I think of Devo Davis yep. a couple of years ago. Uh, Jalen oh, Williams a couple of years ago. Yep. And so maybe you think Walsh could be that guy this year? I think he could be that guy. But, Rick, listen, because we say this every year, and I think you bring it up, Devo Davis, probably the best point of the day. Devo can be that guy right now. Let's get him where he is at the end of the season right now and then tease that X factor because I think he gives us so much, so much on both ends. He's such a great instinctive passer, great defender. He's never afraid of the moment. He almost plays his best on the biggest stage. So let's get Devo Davis where he is at the end of the season right now, and let's try to get there before January and see what happens. And get that medium-range jumper to fall because we know he can he can That's do right. that. All right, Bart. Well, thank you very much. We hope we can get Brooklyn you, on for us next week. That's Bart yes, Reed. 